Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. When you hear exercise, what is it that you think of? Do you think of running, weightlifting, cardio, interval training? Do you think of something that you should be doing more of and you're blaming yourself for not doing enough? Is it something you're like, oh, I just need to do that. I'm just too lazy to do it consistently. Where is it that your mind goes when you start to think of it? So several years ago, when I thought of exercise, I thought if I wasn't breaking a sweat, it wasn't good enough. I thought if it wasn't increasing my heart rate high enough for long enough, that it wasn't a good enough workout and it wasn't effective enough. And if I wanted to do something more easy or peaceful, like go for a walk, that it didn't count as a workout. Like it didn't count as exercise. I still had to exercise even if I was reaching that step goal. Or sometimes I would judge the workouts on it wasn't helping me reach my step goal and would judge it for that reason. If it was something like yoga where you're not necessarily increasing your heart rate a lot or not getting a lot of steps. And I was like, oh, this isn't adding anything to my day, (laughs) even though it was because it was helping my flexibility. And there were so many judgments that I carried around exercise because of diet culture, because I only thought it was good enough and it counted in if it burned a certain amount of calories or got me a certain distance towards the step goal, broke enough of a sweat. I only thought certain things counted based on what it, how it was contributing to my diet and weight loss plan. Or sometimes I would dress it up prettier and just say it's like a health goal, like I'm just doing this for me to better me. But really in the back of my mind, it was really about changing my body. And it's important as we look in this episode at your relationship with exercise to take a look at those real and like really get honest with ourselves around the motivation behind exercising. Because I hear this all the time from people and I used to say this myself is that I really enjoyed exercising but I could never get myself to do it consistently. And I hear that time and time again that they like how it makes them feel, they like doing it but they can never consistently do it. And then they blame it on being too lazy or they blame it on all these different reasons or I'm just too busy. And it becomes this constant thing of almost using it as evidence for like why they aren't good enough. Like this is an area that they're failing and they haven't figured out yet. Or it's something they feel guilty about if they're missing it and they do kind of do it consistently, but it's still a source of stress versus just this source of taking care of themselves and feeling amazing. So that's why it's so important to get kind of crystal clear and really honest with ourselves about what that motivation, what those thoughts are that we have when we think of exercise because that'll help guide if there's areas in our relationship with exercise that we want to work on. Back to how I used to think of exercise, I really used to think of it as a way of earning my calories. Like if I was exercising enough, then I was earning the extra food I wanted to eat. Or I would even think about like, oh, if I do this workout, then I'll like be able to log more calories because I burn this many. So I'll be able to log more in. I'll be able to have an extra snack and would become preoccupied in that way of viewing it as really earning as if like I was building up my bank of like expending more so then I could bring in more and was viewing food in that relationship and I it really took my relationship with exercise and turned it into me not wanting to do it because of that constant struggle I had with it and it became more of an obligation like exercise was something I needed to do in order to get the label of being a healthy person because I thought healthy person was I was classifying as being a better person like I'm being better if I'm being healthy and that meant if I was skipping a workout I was being unhealthy and I was being worse with it and that really 
influenced my relationship with exercise and made me not want to do it because just picture that cycle of really truly becoming what's like a self-fulfilling prophecy is I would consider myself lazy if I wouldn't do it so then I would like label myself as like a lazy person for skipping a workout but because I started to label myself as a lazy person who skips workouts I would like continue down the road of being like oh well if I didn't want to work out I'd be like oh well I'm lazy anyway like I'll just not do it and I would go into that pattern and then skip the workout and then be like oh look see I am a lazy person who skips their workouts and I would continue in that pattern so even if I was consistent for several months or several weeks if I skipped or missed a workout for whatever reason whether it was me just having a little bit of a busy time whether it was me needing a little bit more rest because my body needed more recovery time I would end up using that being like see I'm lazy and like don't never stick with anything and I would just use it against myself in that way and if I took a little bit of a break from exercise I would start to compare myself be like oh this moves so much harder now why did I let myself go why I didn't let my strength go and would really judge myself for it. So I just started to associate subconsciously. I was associating exercise with this discomfort, like this emotional discomfort. So I would associate exercise with like the shame and the guilt and just feeling bad that I was. So then that was part of the reason I was avoiding exercise more than the physical discomfort. It was how I was talking to myself around exercise. And I see this again in my own clients and people I talk to that this is what really is the barrier to them exercising and moving their body consistently in the way they want to is the relationship that they have with exercise and all of these beliefs that we have. And most of these beliefs are running unconsciously unless we take the time to bring them up and to look at them and to question them and challenge them. So that's why it's so important to really look at our relationship with exercise. So when we dive into what the current relationship with exercise is, it really starts by, like if I'm working with a client with it, we'll just have a conversation about where they are but you can also do this yourself, but just by journaling and like by journaling, I mean, just writing down the different thoughts that are coming up for you as you think about exercise, because a lot of what I see is a lot of like they's as in like they is the authority. So like they say you're supposed to exercise at least three times a week, do cardio training, like two or three times, do strength training, like three times a week, basically to equivalent like five days of moderate intensity activity. And that if I did that, then I would feel better. Like if like the reason I feel bad is because I'm not doing this thing that they say I'm supposed to do. Like if I just did it, then I would feel healthier. And again, this happens very subconsciously, but then when I see people do is they get into the workouts that they're telling themselves they want to do because they want the benefits of exercise but then they are talking to themselves in this way of like oh I never stick up with it I'm not strong I'm too weak whatever it is and they make themselves feel worse so when they're doing exercise thinking it's going to make them feel better and it's not making them feel better because of how they relate to exercise and how they talk to themselves during exercise then then what's the point of exercising they think it's going to make them feel better and it doesn't make them feel better, then subconsciously that brings away the point of exercising because we do it because we want to feel better and it's making us feel worse because of that relationship with it. Which is why we want to check the motivation that we have because, and I'm going to bring up this example again just because I think it really illustrates the point of focusing on like how I'm supposed to do this, which anytime it's like I'm supposed to, I'm a should or I have to, that's not a very good motivation for us because it's this almost forceful way versus very 
inspiring way. And when I worked with clients in the past and we find reasons like I love how my muscles feel when I weight lift. And that is so much more inspiring. And then they do that and they're like, oh, like my muscles feel really strong right now. And even when they feel sore, like I love how strong they're feeling. It's a completely different way of relating to the exercises versus being like, oh, this is this thing I have to do. I hate doing it. It's supposed to make me feel better. I just feel terrible. I don't want to do it. Like they're so different experiences, which is why we want to clean up how we're relating with exercise. And the reason that this is the ninth principle of intuitive eating is because sometimes it's not the best place for people to start in looking at their relationship with food and exercise and health in their body. And but that's totally up to you at what area you want to start with because sometimes it's really helpful to just pull back on it because we don't want to challenge every thought that we have at one time because it can be a little bit overwhelming but you can start with challenging your thoughts around exercise and focus more there if you want to or you can pull back from a traditional workout meaning when I say that I mean something that's structured like weight training or a cardio workout something like that that is more structured into a workout versus guess what else counts as exercise walking gardening all of the movement that we do throughout the day because we don't just burn calories during a workout we also use energy just by existing like we have our basal metabolic rate which is just the scientific terms for the calories that you would burn if you were to lay in bed all day because a lot of people would burn 1600 to like 2000 calories just by laying in bed all day because our body is constantly working for breathing for heart rate for repairing tissue repairing muscle we're building bone there's a lot of things that our body is doing producing hormones all these different things that happen whether or not we get out of bed which is why we need so many calories throughout the day is because so much of that is happening without intentional movement and then when you start adding in just getting up and walking around cleaning the house gardening taking care of anything just even walking from your car into work. There are all those things that add to the amount of movement that we're having during the day. And then when we add in more with with like going for a walk, even just like dancing around in some way that's not a structured thing, just putting on music and dancing for a little bit, all those different things can count as exercise. And just moving our body is very good for it. I want that to come clear through this because I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that because if we're having this conversation, you've probably heard a lot of the benefits of exercise before from mental health to muscle to reducing back pain um, for our heart, for all of the different areas of our body. Like our body is like movement. It's just that our minds can get in the way of us moving our bodies in the movement that it actually wants to have because of all this drama that we create around dieting and wellness and health because we've complicated it so much versus just listening and trusting in our bodies which goes from hunger to movement because that's what our body wants and sometimes we have to work with reprogramming that as part of reprogramming our thoughts as well and our mindset and sometimes we have to do that but in movement is really connected to this intuitive eating journey because I mean exercise and the energy that our body is using up is basically like the other side of the coin to the food that we are eating and bringing into our body because we need that food for the energy that it provides and then we use that energy when we're moving or just existing because our body is healing. So some people may find it helpful to move away from those structured workouts and 
just have more of gentle movement throughout the day. So it could just be moving in walks or like I said, putting on music and dancing. Some people, it could be helpful to not try to sit down for a real workout. It could be helpful to not sit down for more of like a planned structured workout. Just if you're challenging a lot of food thoughts and your relationship has been working on that and finding your hunger cues and fullness cues, it can be helpful to not try to focus on everything at once. So it may be useful to move away from a structured workout for a little bit. That being said, not everybody may want to take a break because there are a lot of benefits to the health with exercise. So if you are in a place where you feel comfortable doing that and want the benefits of exercise, it could even just be trying out a different way to exercise if you need to step away from one that's kind of brings up more of those changing your body thoughts or thoughts that are more focused on earning calories. But you can also just jump right into challenging these thoughts too. And one of the good ways to do that is if you aren't sure what those thoughts are because it can take a little bit of time to build that awareness is you can take a little notebook or a little piece of paper or use the note a notes app on your phone and like do voice texting to it and through a workout if you're noticing and like paying attention and watching your brain and your mind you'll notice these thoughts come up that you have about exercising and you can just jot them down and take notes for you to work on later and continue through your exercise and then you really want to question why you are believing that and just kind of continue down the why and why and find ways to challenge those thoughts and then decide if it's something that you want to continue believing. So when I had first started this, I chose the option of not doing traditional more of like structured workouts and I actually had a little while where I didn't really do much for movement and I think this can be useful too because what I kind of found in that was even though I know all the research and I know all the benefits of exercise, I was just like, wow, I just don't like how my body feels when I'm not moving. And so then I added in walking and stretching again and that added so much like oh my 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 mind feels better I my body feels better I have less back pain when I'm moving and I really found so much motivation in that and wanted to add because I've done a lot of work around exercise for myself but I think sometimes it can still be helpful to know that even people and coaches that you're listening to are still working through things and I am now going into my next layer of my relationship with exercise because all this happens in layers and there's always more layers that we can work on if we choose to. So the next layer that I am choosing to work on is weight training again because I also really love how strong I feel and we're at the time I'm recording this it's December and I live in an area where it's cold outside now and I don't mind walking some in the winter if it's above freezing but if I'm cold with hats and gloves on and all of that then I don't particularly want to go for a walk and I want to do more of other workouts and I'll share with you one of the thoughts that I had that was getting in the way for me consistently doing this and I have done weightlifting over the past few years some but kind of on and off like I'll do it for a day or like a couple days here there like a few times a month and what was stopping me was the soreness because I didn't want to be in sore because when I would lift and I would feel very sore it felt more caring to just spend some time like stretching out the muscles and like getting them looser and not lifting and being in pain so that thought right there of like I don't want to be sore like I don't want to hurt was keeping me from doing a workout over the past couple of weeks and I haven't been able to walk and I've been experiencing a little bit more low back pain and I believe that they are connected So I realized the thought error of not wanting to be sore was because almost all of our thoughts end up, the ones that we believe in practice through, end up creating 
things in our life and results for us. So that belief of like, oh, I don't want to be sore was actually showing up as me being sore because had I not guaranteed and like you can, like I could still experience back pain if I was exercising, but I know how my body feels and how my body feels when I'm moving and stretching or doing yoga and strength training, all these different things. And so by me putting off feeling sore, I was like making myself feel sore because I wasn't moving my body because of the weather outside. And I have now been trying to work through this because I realize I don't want that. It's not a very good reason to me. And so what I'm intending is to do more weight training and still giving myself more rest days in the middle because I want that time to self-care and take care of my muscles if they are feeling sore. But I want to do it more consistently because I want to take care of my body and it feels right for me to be doing this even though there are times when I don't want to do it because that's really what my body is craving is more movement and stretching and more flexibility and more mobility and so I'm honoring that. And so I may have other beliefs that I end up sharing with you over the next few months as I am kind of working through my next layer of this. And I just wanted to share that because I thought it might be helpful. Usually I like to share stuff that I've worked through already and not in the process of working through just that way it's more of a fully formed idea because sometimes I get it wrong of what I think it's going to be. But I still wanted to plug that in. I hope it was helpful for you. All right, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you want to learn to trust yourself around foods, you can stop overeating and feel more comfortable in your body. I want to invite you to join my coaching program. Come visit me at foodpeacenutrition.com to learn more.